Welcome. You've joined the Topless Travel Show with Carolyn David, bringing you to some of the sexiest and most erotic events and vacation places around the world. Our show is here to help you open your mind, explore your options, and push your boundaries so you too can achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Topless Travel Show, and we are your hosts, Carol and David. Friends, we were minded. We just came to dance and go all night long. Hey everyone, welcome to the Topless Travel Show, broadcasting on location from the Bliss Cruise, sailing in the Caribbean together with a few thousand sexy couples, and yep, that's what I meant, a few thousand sexy couples. We were all up on the pool deck last night for Glow Night. There was like 2,500 people up there all glowing and dancing, and some of them have left some of that body paint in their beds overnight. (laughs) Really? Uh, You know we love bringing the travel culture to open-minded couples. You can explore the possibilities, and I mean all the possibilities while on vacation. Whether you travel to relax or party hard, to make friends or to simply hang with compatible genuine people in a non-judgmental location, we've got the stories to get you fantasizing about starting your next adventure right here and right now. The Topless Travel Show is all about pushing boundaries and as usual, we'll be talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and relationships and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy and always horny. (laughs) So are you trying to figure out how to talk about sex, sexuality and your swinging lifestyle to your family and friends but you don't know where to begin? Do you wish it was easier to initiate conversations about private matters without feeling shame and embarrassment? Well on today's show we get to chat with two Aussie couples who are in the lifestyle but at two different stages of their relationship. One has open conversations with their family about pleasure-based sexuality and the other is still learning to open up. They both share their personal journeys into the lifestyle and how it makes their relationship stronger. Exactly. But as we do on every show, let me tell you about our top waterproof blanket because nobody wants to sleep in the wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not. Even if you're not a squirter and you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex and you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. It protects against messy massage oils, silicone lubes and all other sexy wetness. And when you're done, you just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. And remember, great sex is messy sex. So to keep your bed dry, simply go to Amazon and search for Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket, and order yours today. Great sex starts now. It sure does, and so does today's show. You know we're Carol and David, and this is the Topless Travel Show. And we're so excited to welcome today's special guest from Down Under. Well... So yes, we're here on the Bliss Cruise and we have our friends Amanda and Matt and Darren and Simone right here with us and we're going to be talking to them this, this morning right here in the dining room. All about swinging down under. When What were you saying about swinging down under? It's a little bit different because yeah. she rotates the opposite way the when opposite she's sitting on a clock. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, everyone, welcome to the Sexy Lifestyle. Hi. Hi. Hey, hello. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I love their accents. Right. Why don't we start with one of the couples? Why don't you tell us a little bit about your couple, how long you've been together, how you met. Let us understand who you are. 
Okay, so... So we're talking Matt to Amanda and Matt first. All right. Matt and I have been married for 27 years. Um, we met... Oh. <laughs> what, was it so long ago you don't remember no, where? No, we met... I was ending a relationship and he came to help transport my furniture from the home that I used to live in. So you did the moving man? Yes, he did the moving, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then um, uh, we just, uh, three months later, I'm just going to make it short, three months later he proposed. Oh my goodness, yes. that is a fun story. Yeah. And here we are 27 years later. Do you remember the first time you had sex? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Matt, yep. do you yep. remember? We had a great night out. We stayed at a friend's place. And we were still friends. And I put her into the spare bedroom. I laid on the lounge. And five minutes later, I got a tap on the shoulder. And uh, yeah, yeah, Amanda dragged me into her bedroom. Kicking and fighting, right? I, Not quite? I, I did say, are you sure? <laughs> we were both very drunk. But that was the first night. And... It was great. Was it good sex, Amanda? Um, yeah, it was great. How long did it take him to come? Not very long. Uh-huh. No. He was but ready for you. Yeah. Well, but you're it so didn't He was young. He was young. He was 21. So okay. you just so waited five minutes, he did it yep. again. Yep. Gotcha. Straight back at it. Oh, those days. When we were in our 20s. <laughs> five minutes. Now I have to wait like five days. I know. Jeez. Poor you. <laughs> and um, so you, you got together. You've been together you know, a, a long time. Where in your relationship did you s learn about swinging? Um, I think we'd been married about 20 years. It, it was coming up to our 20-year wedding anniversary. and um, Whose idea? And It was my idea. Yay, Amanda. <laughs> we, uh, we were in bed one Sunday morning, and I think, I think we'd had a good night the night before. We probably had sex, and then um, I said to him... I think he just woke up. I'd been on my phone and I was looking at some swinging sites. Websites? Or, yes. Oh, yeah, there you yeah. go. Okay. And, and I came across an app and I just kind of ventured into that app and filled in a few details and then I said to him, hey babe, what do you think about swinging? when he woke up he was like is that a trick question <laughs> yeah is that a trick question but did you know about swinging before she mentioned it no no had, had no. you guys had a threesome before no no we're completely amanda had you ever kissed another woman oh yes ah. yes when i was younger okay much okay. younger okay and what was the motivating need to look to have sex with other people I felt like, like you have a good sex life. Yeah, no, no, we had a great sex life. I think that I felt that I'd had a, perhaps I'd had a more, a I'd more had robust more experience. Oh, oh, I see. I'd okay. had more experience. It. I, I've traveled a lot. I've had lots of different flavors of yeah. the world. Yeah. <laughs> This one here, he hadn't been out of Australia, so he had maybe two, three girlfriends. Uh -huh. And I thought, I felt like he was missing out on something, maybe. So mm -hmm. tell us about your first swinger experience. Wow, okay, yeah, that's crazy. So after we got into 
the app, I, like she said, thought it was a trick question. I thought, oh, this is going to go one or two ways, like really bad, because I say we'll do it, it means I want to cheat on her, or do I say yes and then we can have sex with other people? Anyway, it wasn't a trick question, which is really good to know. Um, so our first experience was as a Brazilian couple. They were early 20s, and it was freaking insane. And we drove home the next morning at 6 o'clock in the morning. The sun was coming up. We're pinching ourselves going, did that just happen? Wow. It was crazy. Love so, it. Matt, tell me how you felt when you saw another guy's cock in Amanda's pussy. Okay, so this is the hard one. It was hard. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, the very first time. So, my mind, I suppose every mind is such a powerful thing. So, I assumed that my wife was going to leave me for this Brazilian guy with tattoos all over his chest. And I thought my life was over because this guy is going to take my beautiful wife away. And what happened? Um, so, <laughs> I get emotional. Yeah. <laughs> she said, um, I love you. So, after our first experience, my mind played some funny games, um, thinking that this young, hot Brazilian guy was going to take my beautiful wife away. Uh, until she said, um, I love you. We married 20 years and it's just sex. My heart was at ease. So I feel good after that. That yeah. was that was really nice. And that's yeah. why it's called consensual non-monogamy, right? You're you're meeting people to just have sex with them, not to fall in love with them. Yes. Amanda, how did you feel? I initially his react initially his reaction was um, one of he thought that I was going to run away with this guy and I said to him why on earth would I do that? Right. I have beautiful children with you. I love you. I've been with you for 20 years. Um, we share our world together and, and it's really just sex. And I said, if you don't want to do it, if you feel like it's too much, then we won't do it. You know, it, it, it was just something to And how did you try. feel when you saw him with another woman? <sighs> I love it. I don't, oh, it do, I'm not. I'm not a jealous. I don't have a jealous bone in my body. Honestly, I. I'm open to him experiencing whatever he wants to experience, um, whilst we're on this journey. And when you played with that other couple, did like both of you give him a double blowjob? Um. Oh, actually, the, the guy and I gave Matt a double nice. blowjob. Oh, Good initiation. I love it. <laughs> That wasn't the first experience no. with them. We had multiple experiences with them, so that did come later on. Yeah, no. That's we, awesome. We actually were friends with them for many years. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, nice. many nice. years. That, that's an amazing story, and it's so important as we talk to people out there, and they've heard it again and again and again, that swinging isn't about love. Right. Right. It's not about falling in love. It's not about stealing someone's it's partner. Sexual it's not pleasure. about cheating. It's about sexual pleasure and being able to f- fulfill some of your fantasies and desires. Correct. That the rest of the world, unfortunately, doesn't see. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. It, that's yeah. why swinging is so underground. 
Yes. All right, let's move on to Simone and Darren. And Darren has promised that he will say a few things. He's a really, really shy person. Um, but we can start with Simone. So tell us a little bit about your couple, how you First met. of all, congratulations. You're getting married soon, right? Thank you, yes. Um, 2025, we'll be getting married. And you've been together how long? Three weeks? <laughs> Ten years. Wow. Nice. So there's a little bit of a story behind that. I was with my first partner for or husband for 10 years and my second husband for 10 years. At the same time? Yes. No. <laughs> Consecutively. But it, it literally was 10 years from when I met the person to when the relationship ended. Um, and in our relationship, Darren always said, I've got five years left oh, okay. and then you're going to leave me. I've got two years left. That's all I've got. Then you're going to dump me, find someone else. And so I sort of, but I always told him I didn't want to get married again. Two marriages, that's enough. Um, so he had no idea because he was like, well, I, I openly told everyone I don't want to get married again. So on our 10-year anniversary, but I'd planned it for like two years, uh-huh. I had actually um, surprised him, had a hotel room set up, took him out to dinner and asked him to marry me and it, it, Mind you, it did take him a couple of minutes <laughs> to say yes. But to get over the shock, right, so, first of all. So. Yes, yeah, so I had no idea. So Simone has said she's a little nervous, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you our story. Okay, good. Okay, Because it's very, very, very similar to yours. Okay, so our story is Carol's ex-husband ran away with my ex-wife. Okay, before we were swinging. They fell in love and they went off. And they dumped us. Right. They got married. We got married. This is 18 years ago. Two years into our relationship, we found the swinging lifestyle. And a little bit like you guys, you took him to a hotel room and proposed to him. Carol and I were at Hedonism and in front of 300 people on the stage, I got down on my knee and proposed <laughs> to Carol. So very similar to what you right, guys did. Very, very close and intimate. Yes. <laughs> and... Carol had said forever, I'm not getting married again. Yeah. So I got her up there. I pulled out the ring, which was stuck in the box. I couldn't get it out. <laughs> Finally, I got it out. She's helping me. I put it on her finger. She's crying. And we're walking off the stage. And what did someone say, hon? Well, you didn't say yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then so I said, okay, hang on. And I took the microphone and I opened my mouth wide to say yes, but no sound came out. <laughs> kind of looked like this. I know you guys can't see it, but everyone here can. <laughs> like I was about to swallow the microphone, but not a sound came out. No, it di- I, I couldn't. I don't know why, but it, I didn't say yes. However, we, of course, did get married. We did. And we Very went on nice. our honeymoon to Desire in Cancun. And um, the lifestyle has been our life ever since we've been together. Can we let Simone finish her story Yeah, now? yeah. I just wanted to relax her a little okay. bit and tell her that, oh, you know. Thank you. <laughs> that was a great story, Simone. So now you're engaged to be married in the... On Yes, uh, the in 2025. 2025, that's what it is. So yes. let's talk about the lifestyle. Um, you are obviously the alpha male in the relationship. <laughs> um, <laughs> he is pointing to Simon. Is that nice to say? Yes. I don't think so. Yes. Nothing wrong with a strong, powerful, aggressive, self-confident woman. Okay, then don't I married one. the alpha male. <laughs> I married one. Alpha female? Yes. Sorry. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Correction there. Thank okay. you. Yes. So I do have boobs. <laughs> Yes, we can see one. them. We can see them so beautifully. So you guys, you guys got together, proposed. When did swinging get into the whole relationship? 
Wait, let, let Darren tell the story. 12 months into our relationship, this man, the first night we met, we met, she said, I'm bisexual, I don't need it, but this is who I am. She was up front from the beginning. So 12 months into our relationship, I raised that typical men question about how about getting a, another female in and have a threesome. So and you said absolutely not. No, I said that to Simone. <laughs> and Simone said yes, but how do we do this? Like we had no idea. She's had had played previously with some girlfriends. And so we asked a couple of her girlfriends. One actually is not a friend anymore after she asked her. Uh-huh. So um, we found another lady and yeah, had a great time. I had a great time. Simone got 100 roses the next day for it. Whoa. But said, if we're going to do this again, we're going to do it with a couple. Yeah. And then, yeah, three months later, we, uh, it was actually on Valentine's Day, we went to Sydney, went and watched uh, the sexy movie called Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Yeah. And then just jumped straight in and went to a swingers club in Sydney. Oh, okay. And then the, f- the shoe was on the other foot this time. I got jealous uh-huh. and didn't like the... We actually done a mistake and jumped in the spa at a swingers club, which you should never do. Um, hands were everywhere. And yeah, I just went a little bit... Wow, this isn't what I liked. Mm-hmm. Got jealous. So how did the so, conversation go after you left the club? Uh, we actually left the club at 3 o'clock in the morning, then had a 6 o'clock flight to Fiji uh, to reconnect. And Fantastic. we re- reconnected. So now tell us a little bit about your swinging lifestyle and the type of play that you enjoy, Simone. Um, we're definitely more into playing with couples. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can get very tricky to find couples that you're both attracted to. Right. But when we do, we like to connect with them again and again. And, and we've got quite a few friends with benefits. <laughs> that like we, regulars, for Regulars. Um, and meet new people every now and then. Mainly on um, our the main uh, Australian swinging uh, uh, app, Red Hot Pie. So, yeah. Cool. Now, later on, we're going to get into you and Darren putting together travel events in um, Bali and in Phuket and and all that other fun stuff. So you guys have really evolved from newbies over here to being ambassadors and organizers on the other side. But um, do you guys um, invite people to your home? Do you like playing foursomes, more sims, or is it mainly just couple-couple? We do mainly just couples. And we always... but two couples, three couples, four, five, six. We like to just normally have four of us, but then we don't. We don't mind. We'll go to parties. Two couples. Nice. Um, we meet them out first for drinks to make sure everyone is okay and, and happy with each other, and then then we're happy to have them back at our home. Um, and then we have, you know, hot spa and play pool and just have fun. Cool. So we know that you guys have other careers and you have other family and you have kids and stuff do they know about it does family friends work know about that you're swingers um no friends some close friends do which (laughs) uh, darren wasn't very happy about me telling some of my close friends but you know i think you understand that yeah i need i need that outlet someone to chat about chat to about the lifestyle as well 
And did you feel it hard bringing it up to a girlfriend that you might have known forever and then now you have to blurt out that, guess what, we're swingers? Like, how did you feel when you had to now share that very private information? They weren't surprised. I've always been very out there and highly sexed and open with my friends. They know all about me. Um, I would tell my family. I, I would not actually... I'm pretty, one day I hope I get to tell my family as well because they, they also know what I'm like. And when my kids, they, they sort of seem like they're out there having fun and they tell me all their stories and I'm like, and I'd say, I have a better time than you. Oh yeah, whatever, mum. Uh, but but yeah. what if they found out? I, I wouldn't care. I think I would be funny. Yeah. I, I actually wouldn't, wouldn't mind. I think that in a way I'm sort of proud of it. So, uh, just so we know, what are, what are the ages of your kids? Are they adult kids? Yes. Okay. Um, my daughter's 27 okay. and my son is 25. So, yeah, I mean, they're adults. They could yeah. t- interpret it how they want. But would, And you're saying they wouldn't be shocked if they found out their mom was a swinger? Uh-uh. They'd be surprised, but I don't think... I c- they know that... My, my family knows that I'm bisexual because of how my previous relationship split up. Um... I don't know if they quite remember, but it must be there somewhere. And, but they've never spoken to me about it, and I'd love to be open and honest with them about what is out there for them, and especially my son. I feel like he, he would benefit from a bit more of open discussion, talk. right? Yeah. So it, yeah. It, it doesn't seem like you're overly concerned if your family or friends find out, but are you more, are you more concerned if work found out? Uh, no, my, my family is my work. Oh, so. and what about you, Darren? Yes, I, I come from a completely different background. That My family is the old traditional... My parents been married once, and that my kids would follow... They look up to me, and they would be... When I split up with my previous wife, they were pretty shattered, so I think they would be pretty taken back by it all. Uh, especially my work, I pretty high paid job and I have some very senior directors that are very old school old age which very wouldn't, get, wouldn't get out nicely yeah, yeah. I, got, I got fired from a job because um, the company I worked for um, found the HR our, manager yeah. found out through LinkedIn that um, you know you know one person was connected one person connected to another person and I saw that she saw our lifestyle account on LinkedIn and I said babe shit's gonna hit the fan Two days later, they called me in. They said, um, "We have to let you go we now." Have to let you go, and I said, um, "Okay, okay." They didn't say why. I said, "Okay, I know why." Um, by the way, we have three hundred thousand followers on Instagram, ten thousand on Facebook. We could put out a bad word we against can, you. We can um, do a very interesting post. So it's time to pay up. And they paid me all my severance, and it was that point in time that Carol and I decided we're going to go all in with our business and the lifestyle, and we've never looked back. And we are out there as ambassadors, and like we're talking today, our kids know about us being in the lifestyle. They know where we go. They know what we do. Um, they don't really want to know details, but they do <laughs> I mean, know we're out having right, fun. They don't even yeah. want to know we're having sex, <laughs> but they do know. And when we say our friends are coming over, they don't come to the house. They're adult kids because they know that our friends are mainly swinger friends. Um, not that we fuck all our friends, but we have enriched hot conversations, enriched you conversations, know, yeah. Exactly. Um, and it's unfortunate that the swinging lifestyle has to be so underground because everything is so consensual, everything is so respectful. Um, there's 
total honesty within the couples. And whenever we swing, it's to make our couple stronger. So what a great world we would live in if everybody had the ability to every time they went out with their partner to make their couple stronger. And like you were saying, Simone, that you would like to talk to your son, perhaps, and explain to him there's more out there in the world. I remember when my daughter was growing up, and I did not talk very well to my kids about sex either. We just didn't do that. Um, however, I kept in the back of my mind saying, should you tell him not to have sex or how to teach him how to have good sex? Which, of course, today now, if she was in that same age, she's much older now. It's all about good sex. Uh, it's all about the good sex. And not it's not about abstinence. It's about enjoying your body and learning about your body and enjoying the pleasure of it. And so back then there was still the conflict. Do you tell your kids not to have sex or not? You know? and I was, we, Carol and I had this conversation because Carol gives the most amazing blowjobs. And it might it might have taken her like 20 years to figure out how to do it. I mean, we have great communication now. I tell her what I like and she makes adjustments. And I said, wouldn't it be great to tell our 24-year-old daughter how to do it right and not to spend X number of years with maybe her husband not enjoying it um, and but not they, having great sex. But they can figure it out like we did too. But anyways, well, why yeah. figure it out if yeah. you can give them the shortcut? <laughs> <laughs> so, Amanda, Matt. Tell us about you guys. Now, we, from talking prior, know that you are out there. You've told everyone about it. Tell us about when that happened and, and why you decided to tell your family and friends about it. Okay, so not all of our friends know, just a select few. I actually You lost haven't been on ABC in Australia and said, hey, look at us. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Um... <laughs> I, I did lose my best friend. Oh, no. Yes, yeah, 20 years. Um, they asked us if this was something we were doing, and we openly told them yes, and then that was the end of that. And how did they come across the idea that you were doing it? Is after you had told some other people? No, they, won, they kind of, when they saw us with our Brazilian friends, they kind of put two and two oh, okay. together. Okay. Anyway, so they judged you absolutely. And, well, absolutely. Fuck them. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> um, which, you know, it's unfortunate, but you know, life goes life on. goes on, and we've and made, made many lots, more beautiful yes, friends. There you go. Yeah, we there have. Um, Where? What about with work? Does your work now? The, the, the oh question no. Was, why did you decide to then tell oh. your family? Oh, okay. So we didn't kind of decide to tell them, but one of one of our sons um, saw a message from uh, the Brazilian couple, and he actually thought I was having an affair oh. or something with the Brazilian. <laughs> okay. Um, and so they didn't actually say anything for about a year to us, um, but because this couple was in our lives a lot. Um, uh, they, I, I guess they just forgot about it. They didn't really think much of it. And then I was in the kitchen one day and my middle son said, um, I said something to him about stopping so secretive or whatever. And he's like, oh, mum, you shouldn't talk. Oh. He's like, I know your secret. And I was, I'm looking going, what do you mean you know my secret? Uh-oh. <laughs> like, your Brazilian secret? <laughs> and uh, I just uh, I'm sure my face was as For red sure. as it is now yeah. um, and I just said what what do you mean and he's like well um, Tom's Tom saw a message 
about a year ago and and so we know something's going on and so that's when I said to him all right it's time to sit down with the yeah, kids and just yeah. fill them in on what's going on because they think that's something you know Not we're good. having affairs yes, or yes. whatever so yeah we we got the we got the four well actually we only got three we got the three older ones together and uh, sat them down and told them what the situation was and what we were doing and that we and what we, did they say we love each other dearly and it's all just fun it's purely sex and and we enjoy it and the minute that it it's not pleasurable for either of us anymore then we'll we, we won't be doing it wow but, that's cool um uh, the yeah there was a few questions they uh-huh. were like oh so <laughs> how does it work a little yeah bit? now the youngest son was a bit awkward oh, he's yeah, the one yeah. that's seen the message and um he's, like, he's right, sat there yeah he yeah. was a very quiet sheepish where the other two older boys are going really yeah mm. uh, and yeah it was it was awkward to start with but by the end of the conversation yeah. they got it, was, it. yeah yeah they yeah. got it yeah yeah now they wanted to know a little bit more. Right. Now, Amanda, you and I, along with Janice and Jason, who are here from Lombok, so we have our um, very far away contingent here on Bliss Cruise, and Simone and Darren. We had dinner, but you and I were sitting there talking, and Carol and I are all about being very open and transparent with our kids about sex and sexuality, being there to answer any questions they might have. Um, you were telling me how beyond the fact that you told your kids you're swingers, you always have good, open, honest conversations with your kids about their sex and their sexuality. Correct. As awkward as it is, because it's always awkward, they're like, oh, God. Uh, especially my daughter. She's the youngest. Um, but we don't... Like, we've always been naked around them they've only the the older boys come into the room to ask us a question now they'll just sort of stand at the door and say you got your clothes on now (laughs) yeah yeah but we're always open about everything that we um do and yeah our kids are i feel like the the eldest one he's always been very sexual he they're, they're both um, the two older ones are engaged now and I, I think that I don't, I'm not sure if it's something that they'll look at l- later on in life with their children with no, yeah, yeah no just There's like the, the actual part. swinging yeah. part oh, of it to open it up yeah. um, but they know it's there they know it's there yeah. they know it's there and and I think some of their it, they're very um, in touch with uh, that that age group mm. is very in touch with sexuality and uh, very accepting of all different kinds of um, sexual oh, and just activities. exploring activities and, exploring. and they're very yeah, ex- and, and being yes. fluid and not yes. being stuck yes. in so any labels. I, I think I told you this. So my my youngest, when she was only thirteen, came to me and said. Uh, she was crying. She's upset. She's like, "Mom, I think I think I might be bisexual." And I'm like, well, "What do you mean?" And she said, "Well, you know, I love Harry Styles." <laughs> well, 
I think I love my best friend as well. Uh, that's nice. And I said, yeah. darling, there's enough love out just, there for everybody. Yeah, I'm like, don't put a label on it. Yeah. You just, yeah. ex- this is what's going to happen, and there's going to be all these stages yeah. that you're going to go through yeah. as you, as you mature, and uh, you know, perhaps you may be bisexual when you get older, yeah. but at the moment. Have you kissed this girl? Yeah. Has any sexual activity yeah. gone on? She's like, yeah. no. And I said, well, then let's just call it. You, you know, I love, I love you. I love whoever. It's, it's, it's not, it's not a label, you know. And you know, Amanda, what you just said about um, the younger generation exploring their sexuality, we see it everywhere we go. So when we first started swinging 18 years ago, it was really a lot more. Um, what word am I looking for? More hardcore a little bit. Hardcore. Where, you know, you'd go to the hot tub and there'd be a 20-person orgy going on. The playrooms would have beds of people having orgies. And now you go to the playroom and you see a lot of coupled sex where people are in there exploring their sexuality within a couple, which you can do here on Bliss Cruise, at Hedo, at Desire. Um, 50% of the people on this ship don't play. Right? They're here to explore their eroticism, their sexuality, their couple. But what we also see with the younger groups and uh, Jess and Justin who do My Frisky Business at Hito in um, July and there's um, uh, a March spring break group at Hito in March, you see the younger people where almost everything goes. There's a lot more guys who are talking about enjoying their bisexuality. Or exploring it. That's what I said. Uh, Hito just did a bye week and they said the place was almost sold out. The playroom was packed where this, this isn't guys playing with guys without girls. These are guys playing with guys together, within yeah. the swinging lifestyle yeah. together. And, you know, we had this discussion with, I forget who it was the other day at Hito. And it's like, why is it only that girls kiss or that girls lick each other's pussies? Why is it a piece of skin? Why shouldn't guys be doing it? And because of, I believe, because of the Netflixes and the Amazon Primes and all the the amazing TV productions and movie productions that are put out there related to uncensored sexuality, the kids are seeing it. Yeah, it's more of a discussion now. Like you guys talk to your kids about it, right? It's opening up the discussion. TV that's not censored anymore. It's just put out there and make your choice. Choose what you want to watch. Choose what you want to see. Choose what you want to believe in. We spoke about Fifty Shades of Grey. It opened up the world of a kink and BDSM and sexuality. And was it a perfect example of what it really is? No. no. But it opened up that conversation within people and within couples what they can do. Yes. Yes. Let's absolutely. take a break. We'll just remind everybody that this is a Topless Travel Show. We are on Bliss Cruise, and there's a great game going on right beside us, and it's about swinging a dick, and yeah. everyone's laughing and having fun. And it's Malcolm. The, <laughs> the cruise director, cruise and he's director. got the biggest swinging dick going. <laughs> They're trying to get into their mouths. Anyways, we're having a lot of fun. We're having a great discussion with two very special Aussie couples all about how it is to open up and, and come out and talk to people openly. Uh, so coming up next is our favorite segment, Great Sex Matters. But before we move on, let's just tell everyone about Topless Travel and the amazing trips that we have planned for next year. Absolutely, and you know Topless Travel offers the sexiest and most erotic vacation experiences from Hedonism 2, where in Jamaica, 
Desire in Cancun and Dominican Republic and all the Bliss Cruise adventures, Topless Travel needs to be your number one choice. And their trips are all about pushing boundaries and exploring your naughty side. And their exclusive sexy host couples, well, like us, like and of course, uh, Party Mark are always there to ensure that you have one hell of a sexy vacation. Yep, and like we are here, you'll find us on many of the Topless Travel trips, but listen up. We're going to be back, Hedonism, in April for their Swinging for Newbies event, April 6th to 13th, 2024. So if you're considering coming to Hedo for the very first time, take the plunge with Topless Travel next April, and we'll be here to answer any questions you may have. For more information about all their trips, visit toplesstravel.com to book the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever. And as a quick reminder, if you're looking for an open-minded online community to find compatible people and events in your area, you can go to sdc.com and use promo code 30314 for your first month free. That's sdc.com and promo code 30314. <laughs> Alrighty. We are Carolyn. David, this is the Topless Travel Show. Now let's get back to it. Um, it's time for our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because... Well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. All right, so we're talking to two special couples here who have a little bit different points of view, telling their families and their businesses about their lifestyle. Let's ask Simone a little bit about why and how you got into event planning and the kind of lifestyle trips that you put together. Um, we first got into it as we are, we live about over an hour away from Sydney and a lot of couples reached out and wanted to meet us and it was a bit of a chore going to Sydney, hiring a hotel room, meeting them and if it worked then playing. Um, that happened for a few years and we decided well why don't we get all these couples together and at a meet and greet and then we can not have sex with so them So couples together from your area and all meet in Sydney, that's no, the plan? No, from Sydney. Oh, from Sydney, okay. So, so we would travel down, I would okay. organise. Got it. I started to hire out a room in a, in a pub and then contacted the swinging clubs in Sydney and then would take them all back there. They'd give us a discount for door entry. Um, and we did that if, and played games. So we played a lot of... Um, like silly games. games like what they're doing yes, here? Yes, <laughs> yes. Very interested in that game too. That looks really fun. Um, and that uh, brought everyone together. And then, so we'd have about 40 people. So we'd normally have about 20 couples. And that's where we met Matt and Amanda, actually. Yeah. They came to one of our events in Sydney. We went to... Uh, Actually, it was the, the first meet and greet we ever went to. Was oh um, fun! Yeah, Darren. Yeah. So nice. so how so long ago has that been then? Eight years. Yeah, eight, eight years. years. Oh, yeah. okay. Eight cool. years ago. All right. So yeah, and and for, uh, I really enjoyed doing that. I used to just absolutely love hosting, um, organising, and it, you know it was a little bit of work. But when I got it together, not only did we meet amazing couples, but other couples met amazing couples as well. And we had a few of those uh, puppy pile. Uh, what are they called? A puppy, puppy pile. pile. <laughs> puppy pile, and a few of our. Um, uh, at the clubs afterwards so it was a lot of fun and, and Darren and I got to experience a lot of things and meet and hear about other people's experiences as well so it went um, once COVID hit we really stopped doing that oh right uh, obviously yeah um, and then um, during COVID I, I was always tr looking for other places in Australia to hold takeovers because we, we had actually been to Hedo 
um, and Cancun to a takeover in Cancun. And I, I used to listen and to your podcast and a lot of other podcasts because once I get into something, I really research it and I really want to know more and more about it. So um, I learnt about all these amazing places overseas that you could do um, takeovers or go to takeovers but it just takes us so long to get to them and they're so expensive for Australians <laughs> by the time you, you travel over there and our, our dollar is just terrible it, it is very expensive and I wanted to bring that experience to Australia but I could not find a resort in Australia that would be okay uh, yeah, with um, nudity and with, with sex nu- happening on, absolutely. on premise yeah. and I come to uh, the decision actually with Matt and Amanda that we would start doing it together and so we did it uh, the first few of our takeovers in Bali found an amazing resort over there. And it and how far away is Bali from Sydney, for example? Six, six hours. Six hours. A six hour flight. Yeah. But th- don't you find that when you get people together for a week, it's a whole different experience than getting to get them together at a club? Absolutely. And the organization, um, the risk of organizing something overseas especially in an Asian country they their laws um, even getting because we, we give out we, we've got sponsors as well so we, we take over a lot of um, sex toys condoms lubes and um, all of our prizes because we play a lot of games and then we also have to organize entertainment so I'm organizing entertainment from Australia right and finding um, you know it, as I've got as I was talking to you last night about I've still our next one or our ones our first one in Phuket in 2024. I'm still I've got to go over there prior to find the DJ and and um, the fire dancing and all of our nice. entertainment. I've still got to organise all of that. So, but for your guests, they're finding it the few longer days. How long is your excursion here? Se- seven nights. Seven nights. Yes. You get actually to enjoy the couple and get to know them a little bit better than a weekend in Sydney yes. going to the club. Absolutely. So, so all the work you're putting into it is giving them a much better experience. Yes. So you had invited us to um, experience one of your trips last May. Um, I guess fortunately or unfortunately, we had spent a month in Southeast Asia with uh, Jason and Janice in Lombok. But I'd like to know, um, we just missed you at Hedo two weeks ago. We are with you guys on Bliss. You guys are, are amazing couples. Tell us the differences that you notice or experience between Bliss, Hedo, and the um, retreat that you put together in Bali and the new one coming up in Phuket. I think the um, amount of people at Hedo in comparison to, say, we, we host 58 people in Bali. At Hedo, what was there, about 600? 600, yeah, 600 about people. that, yeah. Um, I felt as though, um, I don't know, I, I just felt like with our events, the, it's more of a personal experience. Mm, more intimate, right? For sure, right? it's more intimate. We lived at Hedo for three months during COVID, and there was only 50 people there. And nobody complained that there wasn't enough people to have a great intimate experience with. And I'm sure your trips feel like that. And that's what—that's the answer I was, I was expecting to hear yes. from you. Because last night at the glow party here on Bliss, it was anything but intimate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. We were like dancing on top of each other. I so. get it. But you didn't know who was touching <laughs> no, who. And, no. And, and, and it's a very different experience. Yes. And I'm sure you guys put on 
fun games where people are forced. Yes. I don't want to use the word forced. Are encouraged yes. to meet everybody yes. else who's there, right? Speed dating, sexual trivia, uh, and what was the cock coy? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just that's just to name a few. Let me tell you about Carol and I's first experience about doing swingers speed dating. In 90 seconds, for four people to talk, it's impossible. So this yeah. is how, after the first time where we got nowhere, the second time it went like this. So, I'm Carol, I'm David, she's Carol, you're Simone, you're Darren. Um, okay, you want to meet in the playroom at 10? <laughs> that was it. That was it? <laughs> Finished. <laughs> I mean, it's not four, supposed to work like that. people get to know each other. Uh, it's hard. It's very hard. Yeah. Anyway, but I'm sure you guys make it fun and sexy. Yeah. Can I say that Simone did an amazing job with events. She's just the coordinator queen. Um, so the speed dating, we had prompting questions. So it was like, you know, what's your favorite position? And oh, it that. just sort of broke the ice. So it wasn't that awkwardness to start with. Right. Um, so hold it, hold it. Matt, so what's your favorite position? Um, reverse cowgirl. I love it. Yeah. Amanda? Amanda? I'm. I like to be on top. On top, Darren. Scissored between Simone's legs. Oh, Simone. Um, exactly that. Carol. I think doggy is my favorite. Why didn't you tell me that? <laughs> <laughs> Can we have more than one? It's my secret. <laughs> what about double vag? Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. Yeah. That's have fun. you tried that, Simone? Is that um, two cocks two in, cocks? Your, pus- oh, in your pussy? Oh, absolutely, and I absolutely love that too. Amanda. No. All right, where are you later this evening? <laughs> <laughs> On Bliss, all fantasies can come true. Mine's not made for that. <laughs> ah. Hmm. But, you know, I, I'm a good candidate for that because I have an AWC, which is an average white cock, and mine with someone else's normally fits. If it's not too big. It depends how tight she is, that's all. I like my pussy full and I can get like this much in. I love oh, giant yeah. dildos we have and a, I ride a them this dildo big. at home called Purple. It's like 18 inches big and about the size of my fist wide. And yeah. that's when, when when we have drunk Carol, like last <laughs> night, that's when it goes in. Well, we didn't have Purple with us, so yeah. That didn't help. Last year, when it was we had champagne sex, which is beyond drunk Carol sex, she had purple in her pussy and she said I think I want you in my ass and I had already come and she's like so he's like trying to get hard again okay I, I, I'm not saying yeah. no thank goodness for Viagra work work <laughs> he was coaxing his cock as hard as he could but anyways yeah it's fun so so we're gonna get back to your retreat in a second Amanda Matt what type of play do you like in the lifestyle like how do you like playing with other people mm. we might sound a little bit boring but it's still fun for us. For me, I just like to, I, I feed off the energy from the woman I'm with. If she's getting into it and I can hear her moan and groan and her sexual noises, her sexual noises just makes me... So you prefer couples, just another couple? Um, yeah, yeah. We, we, we play couples. We also play separately as well. We've sort of evolved something that we didn't think we'd get into, but again... It's, it's tricky to find Absolutely, yeah couple like a couple that you're both people yes. for the both of you yes. it is tricky yes. so we but have do you a like few doing friends. that in the playroom where there's lots of people around you or you like privacy in a separate area um we've done both he's not one for 
being out in the open oh, we're is not, n- not comfortable. We, we, if we play with um, couples in that situation, we'll be the ones behind a curtain. Oh, in, okay. Yes. But is it a distraction in the noises yes. or a distraction in the visual? Correct. All of that. It, uh, it's wh- too much. It's yeah, like, okay. yeah, and what about if you overload. had the opportunity for like multiple cocks, like three guys, four guys? Would you like that? I'm not yes. going to lie. I yes. probably would enjoy that. <laughs> where, where would you put the four cocks? Five cocks. One in each if hand. One in each hand. One in your mouth. That's three. Yes. One in your pussy. Yes. Four. Where would the fifth one go? In my ass. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't hear that, Amanda. Can you that's say that again? That's, that, Dave, that's a fantasy. That's oh. a fantasy. It's, it's never you know come to fruition yet perhaps yes. it will one day but you so, know so i'm gonna ask you because matt's bald like i am have you ever sat on his head and gotten off like grind your pussy on his head when it's freshly shaved no uh-huh. no is it something you think you might want to do <laughs> it's not my fantasy if you don't so hurt i don't him, do it if you don't want to hurt him you can try on me first <laughs> <laughs> But not everybody has a fantasy. It's not, it's not my thing. I don't yeah, want to do no, that. Carol it, outsources that. Like yeah. anal sex, she outsources it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Amanda um, likes it up the ass. Oh, well. You she, can outsource it to her. Okay, but she yeah. doesn't know yet. She hasn't had it yet. Yeah, no, I, I've, I've never experienced that before. I'm, it's not kind of on the top of my to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Simone. Um, how have you guys evolved in the lifestyle since you've been a couple? Have you guys done a threesome with another guy? Oh, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and how did and Darren, how did you like it up your ass? <laughs> <laughs> no one's going there. <laughs> you knew that was coming, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Except for my finger. That's okay. The That's fine too. One, right? <laughs> uh, no. The middle one. Oh. All right. Okay. There you go. <laughs> cool. So, um, let's get back to your amazing trip. Um, you were saying it's about 25 couples. Yes, yes, 25 couples. So 20 in Bali we have 29, and in Phuket it's 24. And it's a small hotel takeover? Yes, full okay. takeover, uh, very private. Um, in Bali it's in Uluwatu, uh, which has a lot of restaurants and um, clifftop uh, nightclubs and, and bars around. So, so we were in Bali last year. Mm. And we experienced two different valleys. We went, because we had to, like we did in Phuket, we went to the place where all the tourists go. Tengu. Mm-hmm. There must have been every scooter made in the world in that city. Yes. Okay? With, with at it's least fa- three or more people on it. It is faster to walk there. <laughs> no joke. With the traffic. Yeah, okay. that was terrible. Then we went to Sonur. Sonur, yeah. And it was spectacular. Beautiful beaches, quiet. So are you in the crazy part or the calm part? Calm part? It's in the middle, really. Oh. It's okay. it's not as busy as Darren Ewitt's. It's in, it's in the main surfing area for where all the young hotties on go. The west or right, uh, the west or east coast? West Coast, yes, on the West Coast, yeah. So there's a lot of a lot of backpackers go down to Uluwatu. It's great. It's got probably got one of the best surfing beaches around down there. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah, the vibe is just full of en- energy and sexy. Down a lot there. of cliff top bars, like they. That's yes. where a lot of people like yeah. to go for. And it's not the hustle and bustle of the main tourist spots. So now I'm going to go to Phuket because in Phuket we stayed 
on what's the name of that street? Ugh, I'm going to forget now. Bangalore. Yes, Bangalore, yes. We yes. stayed, our hotel was on that street. Okay. Well, I, yeah, oh no, right? <laughs> well, we wanted to experience it and we sure did. When we go in, we go all in. <laughs> and what we found was there's like no variety of stores. There's the weed store, there's the bar store, and for some reason there's the tailor store where you can get a suit made in like <laughs> 10 Wait, minutes. And then massage. Oh, and massage. And massage, yeah. that's it. And, and that's they repeat. It. They repeat. <laughs> and you turn the corner, there's a McDonald's, there's this and there's that. And during the day it's calm, and at night it it's is crazy. chaos there. And if you go to Phuket, you have to experience it just for like a night. We were there for five nights, mm, mm. and it was just insane. So, tell us about where your resort is. Wait, wait, wait. It, oh. As Simone describes it, everybody out there listening, you need to picture the movie Mamma Mia as she describes where this retreat is going to be in Phuket. Go ahead, Simone. You're picturing Mamma Mia? <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen. Okay, all right. So, from the airport at Phuket, uh, it's uh, an hour and a half travel. Then you get. Uh, from the pier, you get a, a little boat, one of those little blue, you know... Shuttle boats? Yeah. Sure. sure. Taxi? And, yeah. But the um, a Thai... The Thai, Thai version boats. of it. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Um, and that takes you 10 minutes out to an island. And then they bring a pickup truck. And then you sit at the back of the pickup truck, and then you've got another 10 minute drive to the actual. Then you get off the pickup truck, you get on a donkey. <laughs> they take you up the mountainside. There's another donkey that brings all your luggage from behind. And yeah. then you have to. Yeah, his name's Darren. See <laughs> <laughs> what a I very mean, Mamma Mia? <laughs> I do, I you picture it now. Now I understand what you're saying. You it's a very, it's, it is a very scenic trip, but yeah. so it should be very enjoyable. Yeah. Sounds like a whole lot of fun. So it's so very private then in Phuket. Yes. So the island is how big? Is there more than one resort? Um, yes, there's quite a few resorts on there, but it's um, very secluded. So they're not on top of each other. There's a lot of natural bushland around. Um, or they call it jungle. Okay. Um, it's the only naturalist resort in Thailand with its own very own nude beach. Oh, nice. So basically when you get there, you do not have to wear your clothes oh, at all. Oh, beautiful. If, We're in. if that's what yeah. you're into. Yeah. But actually, we will probably be the only group there They don't actually have swingers. So hmm. they, they They're making a swingers week. <laughs> okay, gotcha. For the resort. Yes. But, you know, we've been talking about this for a couple of days. We've had dinner. We, we've been talking... And Carol and I, I used to work for a company in Newcastle in Australia, and we've toured, I won't say a large part of the country, but we've been up to Port Douglas, we've done Cairns, we've done Brisbane, we've done Perth, you did uh, Tasmania, um, we've been to Melbourne, we've been to Sydney, and it's a big country with lots of water and beautiful beaches. Isn't there a place in Australia where you don't have to go so to Asia? It's, about, this? it's uh, about the sex rules, right? Is that yes. what it is? Yeah. Yes. Well, there's one place up in Canada. Well, hold on. Come on. You can have sex in Australia. It's like Canada. Yes. No. Of course you can have sex. Similar country. They don't want you to take the resorts over. They don't uh, want to have... I nearly found a resort in Port Douglas that would take us, but he, after speaking to the owner, after speaking to the owner a few times, um, he decided that he didn't want a reputation in uh, the area. It's right. a small, mm. small area. Um, so he knocked me back, but that was okay. We've I, we've found that um, Asian destinations are exciting, and and a lot of people do like tr- 
a lot of people do like traveling over there. And it there. makes a vacation of it at the same time. Yeah, so people, so if you're coming to Phuket, I'd recommend going to the hustle and bustle for a few nights. Oh, God. <laughs> prior <laughs> or after we'll the see event. It. You just got to check it off your list once. Yes. You know, that's good. And I'll be organizing a few day tours as well. So cool. it's, it's somewhere that you'll be able to go and experience uh, other parts of yeah. Phuket as well. Well, um, we had an amazing time with the elephants we did, in Phuket. We, we love it. We talk about it all the time. Yeah, it's well, a great a experience. Elephant Sanctuary, very yeah, close amazing. by. And, yeah. yeah. And um, I was talking to Joe from Topless Travel. And um, because they do have a large um, base of customers in the Americas, um, he's going to consider um, promoting and talking about your trip because um, they do do a bunch of bucket list trips. We have one coming up. Um, Egypt and down the Nile. They do like an annual Egypt trip down, like Carol said, down the Nile. We're going to yeah, Kenya for the Great Migration. They've done trips to Thailand. So um, there are uh, a, a small group of people, because these are expensive, long, far trips, you need time, um, that want to do something a bit different. And, and we always shout out and encourage people who are crazy enough and put the time and effort in because a lot of people don't realize how much time and effort is put into putting together a trip. You're doing it for 25 people. Bliss next November is 6,000. We're going to be on Symphony of the Seas. Mm -hmm. um, and everybody comes here to have a great time, goes on your trips to have a great time, but there's a lot of time and effort put into it. Yes. You, I'm sure you and Darren, when you're there, you're not spending your day fucking other people. No, right? we don't. No, we don't you're at all, actually. organizing the games, fixing this, doing this, making sure that it happens, yeah. and all of a sudden it's three in the morning, and it's like, okay, we need to sleep. We're exhausted. Right, right. Right. <laughs> right. But so. you do make it fun for everybody else. Absolutely. I make sure there's a vibe. I've got a million playlists. Um... As we do as much as we possibly can. They're always there and available. Cool. So um, we are getting to the end of the show. And because our show has been about today, um, two different couples about you know their family and kids knowing about it, and your, uh, Simone and Darren, your family and kids not knowing about it, I guess, you know, so Amanda and... You can Ma call him Doug later. Okay. <laughs> what can I call you later? <laughs> so Amanda and Matt... Um, for people out there who are on the fence about telling their family and friends about the fact that they are in an alternative lifestyle relationship, what would you? What advice would you give them? How should they start the discussion? I would say honesty is the best policy. Right. Simple. Even if yeah. it's a difficult conversation to bring up, find a yes. way, right? Yes. Would, would you do it if they had two kids or three kids? Would you do it as a group or would you do it one-on-one? -on -one? I, I spoke to my mum separately. Um, and she, she asked me... Yeah, yeah, she was fine. She, she knows I'm... I've always been highly sexual. Um... But she's like, oh, don't tell your dad. Oh, don't tell yeah. your dad. And then it got to this point. So he's the, he's the last to know. Oh, okay. Um, because he loves cruising. And so he's like, tell me, what ship are you going oh, on? Oh, my goodness. I wanna, oh, and he loves all the details. He can tell you everything about all, all, all the cruise ships. And I said, oh, you'll have to speak to Matt for that. He'll, <laughs> he'll let you know. And then he asked him and he's like, oh, Maddie. <laughs> tell Matt. And then I said to my mum, I go, mum, if you don't tell him, I'm going to tell him. 
what's he going to do? Right. What's the worst thing that could happen? He's not going to stop loving me because, you know, I'm having random sex with other beautiful people. Um, so anyway, now he knows and he stops asking questions. <laughs> and I do, I do have to ask, though. Was it your mother who told him or you who told him? Um, Mum told him. Okay. Yes. Do you know yes. how she broached it? or? Um, I think she said something along the lines of... Um, Amanda likes five cocks. Yeah. Want to her ass? <laughs> <No>. Definitely not. <laughs> I don't even think that word would come out of her mouth. <laughs> She's very old school. Did very she explain old what swinging is or... Um, yeah, I no, I think that that they know what swinging okay. is. Oh. Yeah, the, obviously they're old school, but they know that. Okay. They, but they, I'm, I'm sure they think it's you know throw the keys in the bowl yeah, kind probably. of swinging. Yeah. Yeah. But um, no, I've had lots of conversations with my mum about okay. um, because she was like, "Why you've got this gorgeous, sexy man? Aren't you just happy with him?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm very happy with him. We love having sex." But I'm also happy with him. Him. <laughs> Very nice. I love that story. So, Simone and Darren, I'm going to ask you a different question because you guys are going into a new part of your life relationship with getting married. And you guys have done a lot. Well, Simone's done a lot more than you, Darren. But are there any fantasies that you guys as a couple have not fulfilled yet that you'd like to? Um, Simone's blushing. I, <laughs> I would like to probably experience a gangbang one day. That Darren would like to experience a gangbang with lots of women. Okay. So it'd be really hard to find, to organize him with like eight women and me with eight you men. You just need eight couples and you're good. Yeah. Put the girls on so one side and the boys on another, right? I've had five. I've had five. They don't all fit on your body. They have to kiss and lick each other's pussies. Darn. Um, how about if we end the show with Carol telling everyone what her fantasy is? Well, my current fantasy, anyways, I've had many, but my current fantasy is about having a guy suck David's cock in front of me, like not just curious uh, what it's going to be like, but really want to go down there and suck his cock until he comes and to fruition. So, yeah, I would love to see that, like a really yummy, yummy cock sucking. And we never say never. Mm. <laughs> He's not into it at the moment, but, you know, it might no. happen one day. It's okay to have the fantasy in my head. You can have the he fantasy for your ass, too. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's all good. Go ahead, Amanda. He wasn't into it either. I so when this couple approached us, yeah. um, he he said, you know, when we get together, I would like to do that to yeah. Matt. Do you think he would be interested? Up, yeah, up to it. And I said, I don't know. I'll leave it with me. And then I spoke to him and I said, Is this something that you would be happy to participate in? And he was like. I'm not really sure. And I said, what if I help him? If there's both of us. And right. he was like, all right, yeah. I'll, I'll do that. So then I went back to him and I told him that. And Well, David had that happen to him when the husband and wife did his cock together. He was just, the guy was curious and wanted to do it with his wife. But Carol, I, I Carol was wasn't watching. Yeah. Oh, she no, was facing so the I other was way. I looking the other way, sitting on his face. So I didn't get to see it. So I did ask them to repeat the next day. <laughs> But it is my current fantasy is about just one guy not being curious, not being trying with the wife. No, just slapping it up, you yeah. know, just loving every second of it. That's what I'd like to see. There we go. Still have two more days on Bliss. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right well, guys. thanks so much. We're at the end of our time. Thank you so much for joining us. Can you take a minute, Simone, and just tell everybody where they can find out about your events? Absolutely. Um, you can jump on 
send me an email actually at lifestylegetaways at gmail.com or our website is www.lifestylegetaways.net beautiful beautiful and of course if you missed any of that information you can just go to our website thesexylifestyle.com where all of our guests will have their own guest page and you can even reach out and uh, contact them from there alrighty that was an amazing show with some super sexy guests Simone Darren Amanda Matt thank you so much for being here thank you thank you for having us thank you thank you again all right, love that accent. And all we have left to do today is uh, enjoy the Blizz Cruise. Right. <laughs> Let's just remind everyone to enjoy to join us again next time for another hour of the Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Well, that's it for our show today. Carol and I, Simone, Darren, Amanda, and Matt. Send you lots of love and great sex. Please stay safe. And of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thanks for joining us for this week's edition of the Topless Travel Show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We've got another episode of the Sexy Lifestyle Podcast lined up for you for next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Network. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new. Spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 